0: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito.
1: Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As usual, we have a winning combination for you here today with the award-winning score volunteer, Lucy Polito. How are you today, Lucy?
2: Well, I've had better days, but so far... The day is improving, so I'm a happy camper now. Well,
1: all right. Well, we'll hope we can make your your day perk up a little bit here, along with that of our audience. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about score and everything score has going on. And to offer you, ladies and gentlemen, if you are an entrepreneur or you know someone who is an entrepreneur or you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, You need to talk to the folks at SCORE because they've been there, they've done that. No matter what it is and no matter where it is, somebody at SCORE has been there and done that because these are folks who have uh, already been through businesses. Uh, Many of them started their own businesses. Others uh, bought into businesses. Others worked for big corporations. But every one of them has great business experience that they're willing to share with you through their mentorship program which has been going on from the earliest days of SCORE, which is going on 60 years now. And these folks, once again, are there to offer up their experiences, their counsel, uh, their advice to you, but they're not there to run your business. They're there to help you succeed. And they also have great educational opportunities. They do basic workshops, the five basic workshops of setting up and starting a business and preparing to be successful. And they also have great uh Bi-monthly, what they call the Coffee with the Leader series workshops, where they have oftentimes people who are not score volunteers, but have some sort of expertise. Maybe it has to do something about social media marketing or who knows, maybe uh, something else, but it's always there for you to take advantage of. You can find out what's going on at SCORE on a regular basis because there's always something going on by going to Orlando.score.org. Sign up for the newsletter there, and you will get alerts. You'll get constant uh, reminders of things coming up at orlando.score.org, and if you would like to take advantage of the educational workshops, the Coffee with the Leader series, or any other programming that SCORE has to offer, you can sign up for it right there at orlando.score.org. And because of great sponsorships, and of course SCORE is a non organization, all of this is bar- brought to you at the bargain basement price, no inflation at SCORE, right, Lucy? That's
2: right, and you know what? Even if there is inflation, who cares? The number is always the same. Zero.
1: That's right. Uh, The big F word, as Rich used to say, it's free. No charge at all, ladies and gentlemen. Never has been for the mentorship part of SCORE's offerings. And now, because of great sponsorship, there is no charge for any of the educational offerings as well. It was always a nominal charge uh, to begin with anyway. So, Uh, Please do take advantage of the website, orlando.score.org. And, of course, they are in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, the National Entrepreneur Center, located on the west end there, just off McGuire. And the offices are open Monday through Thursday, 10 to 4, and Friday, 10 to 1. And if you call them on the phone, set up an appointment, uh, they would love to sit down and, and find out how they can help you succeed. Or perhaps even if you have a question that they can answer over the phone, give them a call at 407 407- for the SCORE office, 407-420-4844. And there's always been someone there to answer the phone, even during the lockdowns and the shutdowns or whatever it was that was going on. So uh, take advantage of that. Who knows? You might even get Lucy one of these days on the line, right, Lucy?
2: Yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, if you're just uh, parading around Colonial and want to think about a business or have any type of questions, as Chris said, we are always open Monday through Thursday after 10 a.m., so come and visit with us. You know, let's see if we can help you.
1: There you go. And so do take advantage of that. All right, so uh, SCORE works oftentimes with people who have uh, developed products of their own, and that brings us to our guest today. He is an inventor, a professional registered engineer and i'd like to welcome to the show ian alexander ian how are you doing
3: today if i were any better i'd be embarrassed to admit it
1: (laughs) very good well i tell you what have you been on the show
2: with us before Uh, yes once a number of years
1: ago i I thought so but it has been a while i'm sorry lucy go ahead
2: no i was going to add that aside from the great expertise that ian has in various he's had a very interesting life but aside from what he's currently doing he is also and was an outstanding score mentor so i, I just want to tell you that okay. that's how i met him he's he's been a terrific help to an awful lot of people
3: all Honestly, right so your check will be in the mail <laughs> thank
1: you <Very> good. <laughs> all right so, well, why don't we, because it has been a while, we've gotten a lot of new listeners since you've been on the show, so let's kind of go back to square one, Ian, if you don't mind, and give us the background, you know, the boyhood story, where were you born, and that sort of thing. Go ahead, please.
3: Okay, uh, I was born in New York City, uh, but I grew up in Tucson, Arizona. I got my uh, bachelor's degree in engineering from the University of Arizona and my master's in management from Rollins College right here in Winter Park. Uh, I spent most of my working career um, in the aerospace and defense industry. I've worked on the Apollo program and the shuttle program. As uh, uh, responsible system engineer on um, the apollo program uh, i handled the liquid oxygen liquid hydrogen hypergolic fuels uh and nitrogen systems and helium the ground support equipment that uh, fueled the spacecraft and when people ask me what i did tell them i pump gas <laughs> <laughs> Some pretty
1: special gas into a pretty special vehicle. Uh, right. so tell How did you get from Tucson to Winter Park, Florida? What, what was sort of the in-between there? And okay, what, how old yes, were you when I you got here? I spent
3: most ahead. of yeah. my working career in the aerospace and defense industry, and in that industry you go where the jobs are. So I went where the jobs were.
1: Okay. All right. And why Rollins College for your for your master's?
3: Well, I was working at uh, Martin Orlando. Oh, okay. That's a long time ago. Right. And uh, they offered me uh, to pay for getting my master's. Uh, So it was free. As a matter of fact, I made money because I also got the Bill of Rights, uh, the GI Bill. Excellent. So. All right. uh, Um, And when did you get involved with SCORE? About uh, seven or eight years ago. And I will confess, I had an ulterior motive. As a member of the Inventors Council, though I'm starting to get a lot of feedback again, Um, we were looking for a place to hold our meetings and SCORE being a part of NEC, I had access to a very nice meeting room. So I became a member of SCORE just so we could get the meeting room. That was my initial, but I found out that it was so interesting and so rewarding to help other people uh, Then I didn't care about the meeting space. I just enjoyed so much. Being a score
1: counselor, (laughs) excellent, excellent. So you come by score volunteers all kinds of ways, huh, Lucy?
2: Yes, you do, and you, you know, and you'd be surprised the type of people that we have. That's why it is so interesting to be at score because your colleagues, really, the people that are helping out, are outstanding folks who have had excellent careers, and as we always say, in every possible category but aside from that you know you come in thinking initially you start because you're selfish and you say well i'm retired. i need to do something and decide that score would be a, a good thing to do and and then you find that it is much better than you anticipated because as ian says there's nothing as great as helping people and helping them reach their goal reach their dream and make them successful. I think that's probably the best reward one can have.
3: Ian, you
1: want to follow on that?
3: Uh, well, uh, yeah. I've met a lot of really interesting and wonderful people. The SCORE counselors are really the 18. Um, also, uh, I found there was a very strong synergy between SCORE and the Inventors Council of Central Florida, of which I am a member. Um, All the people that came to SCORE with inventors were given to me to counsel, and I, of course, referred them to the Inventors Council. And all the members of the Inventors Council that were getting ready to start a business, I referred to SCORE. So it worked out very well on both sides. Okay, very good we're already up
1: against the first break when we come back we'll continue the conversation with ian alexander ian do you have a website or something where people can visit uh and find out more
3: about what you're up to these days uh i have an email Uh, i am working on several uh projects but i don't have websites for them yet okay how
2: about the inventors uh, council Do you have the uh, website for that
3: well, I tell you what, let's get, uh, yes. let's get it on okay. the other
1: side because we just are about out of time on this break, on this segment. So when we come back from the break, we'll give you that website for the Inventors Council. We'll find out more about the council and more about Ian Alexander and his career as an engineer and inventor and what, uh, what the business end of that as well. So once again, you are listening to What's the Score? And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? We're back. We are What's the Score? Thanks again for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget to go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. Okay, Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, today are are joined by Ian Alexander. He's an engineer and inventor. And just before we went to the break, we were going to give the website to the Inventors Council. Ian, if you would, please. Uh,
3: I'm having a mental blank. But you can just Google Inventors Council of Central Florida okay, and uh, find a website that way.
1: All right. We'll we'll do that. Uh, We'll get Jeff to do that uh, maybe during the next break. Uh, Inventors Council. Well, uh, tell us, uh, first of all, um, you were in the aerospace industry all those years. And did you invent things? Did you begin inventing things? When you were working for, didn't you work for NASA or did you work for one of the uh, the contractors?
3: Private industry, one of the contract. Well, okay. a number of the contractors. Okay. I went wherever the jobs were. Gotcha. When they were over, I moved.
1: Right. Um, would, is that when your inventing career started or how did it start?
3: Actually, no. My inventing career started uh, after I moved back to Central Florida in 1989.
1: Well, what started? them? I mean, what set? Did, was it just some one particular thing that you were frustrated with, and you invented <laughs> something for the to
3: take care of it, or or what happened? No, it doesn't work that way. Uh, all my work and career, I have been a person that thinks outside the box, and I've always come up with. Uh, unique solutions to problems that most people would never think of. Um, When I lived in Huntsville, Alabama, I designed and built a house or had built a house, uh, very energy efficient. Um, And when I moved back to Florida, uh, I I had started a business here in Florida. But thinking back, There was so much waste lumber in building that house and it took so long to frame the house that I decided to uh, come up with a better way. And that's what I did. And I got a patent for a fast framing system that uh, typically it takes four to six days to frame an average sized single story house with my invention, that same house could be framed in less than a day and with guaranteed 90 degree corners, vertical walls and flat walls. And if you look at the house that you live in right now, you'll find you don't have 90 degree corners, oh, oh, believe vertical me. walls and flat walls
1: believe me i don't i know i've done some home <laughs> repair carpentry and it's always frustrating when you you know you're coming along behind somebody but um well how in the world do you do that i mean are these pre-assembled uh sections
3: uh in a way yes uh it's it looks exactly like a typical framing that is built on site but they each framing unit is built in a fixture Uh, There are three different size wall framing units, 16 inches, 32 inches, and 64 inches. Why those dimensions? Well, according to building codes, studs have to be on 16-inch centers. There are also standard size window framing units and standard size door framing units. So... uh, with the software that uh, comes with the system, uh, you enter your floor plan, and the software will spit out a copy of your floor plan color coded to show the number and size of diff- each different unit and its location, plus a bill of materials indicating how many of each type of unit you need and how much extra. Uh, pieces of lumber for corners and cap uh, pieces.
1: Wow. ingenious! genius. And, of course, with the, the demand for housing these days, uh, that can really help a builder, you know, with his bottom line, or her bottom line.
3: Oh, it sure can. Time is money. Frame a house in less than a day compared to three to six days. It's, it's, it's a lot of labor. It, it sure is. But, you know, Lucy...
1: Uh, This is the essence essence of an entrepreneur, too, isn't it? I mean, they oftentimes are thinking outside the box, coming up with a unique solution, right? A unique solution. Maybe, you know, it's an age-old problem, uh, but they come up with a unique solution to it, right?
2: Yes, that is absolutely right. And, of course, many many businesses are funded because of that. Uh, Thank goodness for the people who think out of the box. Uh, And sometimes some things are so simple. Uh, you know, that that you say, my gosh, how come nobody ever thought about this, you know? But it's true. Uh, And uh, that's what makes life interesting, that there is always somebody thinking outside of the box. And that's why we get so many new products all the time, because somebody is trying to improve something, either because uh, they want to make it cheaper. uh, They, you know, it could be uh, a lot more I guess less dangerous, if you will. Depends, I guess, well, you know, I don't have a mind for that kind of stuff. So I'm just amazed when somebody comes up with these great ideas and I would say, how come nobody ever thought about this before? It would seem you know? to me
1: that this would make the job site much safer as well. Ian, I'll let you respond yes. to that too. Um, but also uh, I, I go ahead, please. Yeah, please go ahead.
3: doesn't really affect the safety per se, does uh, it's, it's just speeds up the process and improves the quality tremendously. Okay.
2: So I have a question. How long did it take you to get the approval on the patent?
3: <laughs> uh, it took me five years. Yeah. Uh, and that it's is... no, it normally doesn't take that long. But in my particular case, the patent... Uh, a uh, not agent the patent examiner uh threw up a lot of objections which i had to answer and we went round and round and round and i finally had to go to the appeals board and i was successful going to the appeals board
1: did you had you known anybody from your your work in the industry uh, aerospace industry that could help you that through that process, or was it just sort of cold turkey you walked into it? I was flying by the seat of my pants. (laughs) Okay. All right. And that oftentimes is the difficulty, isn't it, Lucy, with inventors or people with new products that need these approvals, is that they can it can be an arduous task and take a long time.
2: You know, you have to have a tremendous amount of patience because it's going to take time, and it's also going to be expensive. And I think maybe Ian obviously is much better suited to uh, tell us about that because I I personally helped somebody uh, a long time ago who had a very good idea, but it was so expensive the poor guy couldn't really get it going, so uh, you know I worked with him to try to get him a loan and that but the process is is long uh, and as uh, Ian said. Five years, I don't know what the average time is. You probably know more about that than I. But I know that it's not going to be overnight or within the next six months. I know that. That's well, uh, at least well, a year, maybe longer.
3: Yeah, typically it takes uh, one to two years. However, there are some good things about getting old, <laughs> uh, which I have done. Um <laughs> uh, if you are above a certain age, when you submit for a patent, you go to the head of the line, because the patent office doesn't want you to die before they work on your patent.
2: Wow, that's a that's good news.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, I'm it's true. Good,
2: that piece of information that I did not know.
3: Yeah, uh, oh. there's more good news. Okay, uh, and and that goes with the costs. Yes, if you hire a patent attorney, uh, it'll cost you probably $10,000. However, there are people called patent agents, which will do the same thing as a patent attorney. They put your patent together and help you submit. They are less expensive. There is also pro bono legal help with patent attorneys. To get your patents uh, submitted, of course, to qualify for pro bono, you have to be lo- very low income. I got. Well,
2: I'm I'm going to ask a question here that may be totally ignorant, but uh, you know, if I invent something, I want to make sure somebody doesn't steal my idea. So, do you have to go to an attorney before that and somehow present a prop, uh, a paperwork or something to whoever? is going to finance this?
3: No, Uh, the way the patent process works is if you have an idea that you're ready to submit, and I'll come back to that ready to submit, um, you can get what's called a uh, provisional patent. What that does is give you one year to file for either a utility patent or a design patent um the clock starts when you submit that to the patent office this also gives you some protection and that protection is if someone else in that year tries to file a patent uh that's like yours uh, they can't do it because you're first in line due to your provisional patent
1: and then, but uh, we'll have to take this up again on the other side of the break. Um, I almost got lost track of the clock there. I was uh, riveted by this once again. We're talking with Ian Alexander. He is an engineer and inventor, and he is also a member of Inventors Council and invented a unique and very helpful design way to build houses more quickly and efficiently and accurately. I might add. So when we come back. I hope you'll be with us, because we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. And we're back. And once again, thank you for tuning in and telling your friends and family all about What's the Score. Okay, of course, we have Score volunteer Lucy Polito, along with myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Ian Alexander. He is an engineer and inventor. And we were just talking about the process of going from inventing something to getting it patented. And uh, there are a number of things that that are helpful to know along the way. Uh, When we went to the break, you were talking about uh, getting a provisional uh, one-year safeguard, basically puts you first in line for that particular patent. Um, But now if you don't move on that during that one year, that window opens up for anyone else. I take it to come in and... and that that's correct okay and then but you you mentioned something about ready to submit what did you mean by ready to submit a patent
3: okay i'm going to put on both my score hat and my my former score hat and my inventors council hat okay Uh, at the inventors council meetings i've had many inventors come up to me and say I'm ready to file a patent. What do I do next? And the first question I ask them is, do you have a business plan? And most of them don't even know what a business plan is. And that's when I talk score. The first thing you should do is write a business plan. And the reason for that is a business plan will tell you if you can make money. If you can't make money, why spend ten thousand dollars getting a patent? Well, that
1: that 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 is the the score end of things, isn't it, Lucy? You know, having a business plan, and that's that's a big part of when you take the workshop to score because, you know, it you know it's a whole different world, you know, out there in the business jungle, right, Lucy?
2: Well, you know, it's one thing to have the wonderful idea of the business the invention, but once you start working on this and looking at it in paper and putting numbers to it, you may realize this is not such a good idea because instead of making money, I'm spending a lot of money and who knows if this will pay off. So that's why we always, you know, we teach the class on how to do a business plan and it could be simple. I mean, some people give you 20, 30, 40 pages and you really don't need that. Uh, So, one of the things that we encourage people is you have to do a business plan because that's really going to make you think about the business in all sorts of ways that is the most important thing to do
3: I can give you a concrete example Uh, the guy that is secretary of the inventors council right now He had an idea for a cup that you put on uh, right under the blade of a paddle for a kayak on either side. And that would keep the water from running down on your hands as you paddle. Right. Well, he got a patent. He didn't write a business plan. And after spending a lot of money for a patent, he found out there was no market for it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so he was out the money, and of course, his yeah. his, his, his uh, hopes were dashed on that. So, yeah, you have to, yeah. you have to do the footwork; otherwise, you might be just fin- be inventing. A, He's a, a lot
3: smarter now,
1: I guess. So, live and learn, live and learn. Um, so, um, tell tell us a little bit about the Inventors Council. Um, what what exactly is the Inventors Council, and how did you become associated with it? Simply because you have a patent, or or uh, what? Go ahead.
3: No, you don't have to have a patent to be a member. Um, The Inventors Council of Central Florida was founded about 44 years ago. Uh, It was an informal group of uh, inventors, uh, people who are interested in inventors, uh, who met once a month to uh, find out information on how to file a patent, how to find someone to help build a prototype, how to find a patent attorney, uh, anything we could do to help them. About four or five years ago, we became a nonprofit, uh, 501 3C uh, corporation, just like uh, SCORE is. Uh, And uh, we now do the same thing that we've always done, but we're a little bit more formal about it. Uh, We have officers that are elected. Uh, We give advice, although we do not like SCORE, give legal advice because we're not lawyers. But we have on our uh, website uh, a whole list of resources that our members can use. Uh, Dues are $5 a month or $30 a year. It's your choice. First meeting is free. Uh, When you attend a meeting, you sign a non-disclosure agreement, which protects you from anybody uh, at, at the meeting, taking your idea and running with it. In the 44 years that we have been meeting, we have not had a single idea stolen, so uh, we're pretty sure you're safe. However, in today's world, if you're not comfortable sharing your information, don't. There's no requirement to share it.
1: And by the way, the website for the Inventors Council of Central Florida is inventcf.com, Invent cf.com. And are you doing meetings uh, strictly virtually uh, these days, uh, or are you holding live meetings? Uh, how does that work?
3: We're, we're doing both. Uh, through the generosity of SCORE, we still can meet four times a year uh, at the uh, NEC office in one of their meeting rooms. Uh, and then we are... Uh, we meet the other eight months uh, virtually, a Zoom meeting, but uh, we also are looking for another place for meeting room.
1: Okay. All right. So, uh, I'm let, sorry. Let, P- Please, Lucy, yeah, go ahead. Let me
3: comment a little bit about uh, uh, inventors. Um, and it's the same with starting a business. The first question I ask an inventor. And when I was a score counselor, first question I ask any of my clients is, what problem are you solving? If you're not solving a problem, your chances of success are significantly reduced. Lucy, you were going to say?
2: Well, yeah, now he's got me thinking of something else, but... Uh, I was going to say, what is the advantage of, of uh, joining your Inventors Council? I mean, I have an idea. Is that, and I share that idea with the group, and okay. and then what? What? What do
3: you do? The big you? advantage is you meet with people who have been there and done that. We, our purpose is to help our membership go through the. uh design, inventing, and patenting process. Uh, We also uh, have uh, resources to help people uh, if they want someone to design and build a prototype, we have resources on our website to do that. Uh, If they want a 3D model built, we have members that are uh, businesses are 3D modeling. Uh, or building 3D prototypes. Uh, Almost anything you can think of in the way of designing an invention, building it and patenting it, we can help you. We're a a much more focused example of SCORE. SCORE takes a more broad brush approach. We are more narrow as we deal primarily with the inventions.
2: Okay, so all the people that are in your group have been inventors, have have done have been successful at inventing something.
3: Oh, no, we oh, don't have no. that many that are inventors. No. We have a lot of them that are in the process of inventing, and we're providing assistance to them uh, to help them. Now, there are some of us, a cadre of people who have patents. Uh, one of our members... Who was the one of the founders of the Inventors Council of Central Florida? His name is Dr. David Flinchbaugh. He has, I think, thirty some odd patents. He's been through the mail. He helps uh, anybody who wants to. Okay. Okay. And there's several other the rest do the same thing.
1: All right. And once again, folks, if you would like to become a member, find out more about it. uh, You can go to inventcf.com for the Inventors Council of Central Florida, inventcf.com. And uh, the dues are very reasonable there. All right. So um, in the meantime, uh, we're coming up on another break. Uh, We're speaking with Ian Alexander, and we'll find out uh, what he's up to next and where we go from here when it comes to You know, innovations going forward. You are listening once again to What's the Score? We thank you for doing that. Please do sign up for the newsletter at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. If you'd like to speak to someone. Uh, by the phone, call them at 407-420-4844. You can set up a, an appointment if you'd like to meet with a mentor. And, of course, they always have great educational programming going on as well. And, yes, indeed, they're located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, and that's where Ian was talking about where they still have meetings four times a year with the Inventors Council, and that's and on the west end right there just off of McGuire. Okay, so orlando.score.org, 407-420-4844. And for the Inventors Council of Central Florida, it is inventcf.com. So please stay with us, as we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? We are back, and we are What's the Score, and we want to thank you for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show because the word really has spread. And, of course, uh, when we get back to the conversation here in a moment, but first I just want to remind you that uh, you too can take advantage of radio and get your message out to a mass audience on a regular basis. Maybe even in your own voice. And the best way to find out how to do that is contact the folks here at Salem Surround. And I'm I'm sorry, Salem Media Group Orlando, where they also have Salem Surround so that they can integrate your radio message with your online presence and beef up that online presence, ladies and gentlemen. That's Salem Surround, and you can find them at SurroundOrlando.com, SurroundOrlando.com. These are local folks here who know the local market, and yet they know the web inside and out. So check them out at SurroundOrlando.com, or if you'd prefer to speak with someone, you can call them at 407-618-1760 for Salem Media Group Orlando, 407 618 one seven six zero, and uh, when you get a hold of them, tell them you heard all about it on what's the score? Okay. Uh, once again, Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart, our guest today, Ian Alexander, and he is an accomplished inventor and member of the Inventors Council of Central Florida, which you too can join at event. I'm sorry, inventcf dot com. dot com. Uh, so, yes, uh, what are you up to these days? Because I think you alluded to that you're working on a couple of new projects. Does that mean new inventions?
3: Uh, yes. Um, the one I'm working on now is a device that will mitigate the spread of airborne of the coronavirus and many other viruses, including the flu, uh, pneumonia, uh, and uh, the common cold, the rhinovirus, as well as bacteria such as MRSA and uh, Ebola virus. So, uh, did you call
1: it a device? Did you
3: call it a device? Yes, yes, it is a uh, a UV light that uh, oh. will kill the virus or any virus, most viruses uh and protect people from the airborne spread. And
1: now this I because I had heard about this uh, a couple of years ago when the uh, pandemic was going on that uh, mm-hmm. you could in- install these, I guess in in air conditioning uh, units to help clean the air as it went through. I take it yours is something maybe a little bit more portable than that. Well,
3: not portable because it's mounted, okay. uh, but the ones that are uh, put in air conditionings or in rooms when no people are there are at a wavelength that is harmful to humans. Wow. The pro- The product that I'm working on is at a wavelength that is not harmful to humans.
1: So humans can be in the same room with it at the same time yes. and maybe not even know that it's there, I take it? Correct. I don't want you to give away too much of the of the uh the well that 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 right. is would be a, a tremendous uh invention and benefit huma- humanity all across the globe and that would be th- that, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um
2: just think Chris we may we we may be speaking with a, a future billionaire.
1: Hey, how about that? Well certainly yeah. uh this <laughs> this would uh this would be a dramatic improvement to health conditions all over the world. Uh, and sure. this, this. And yes. I, I take it that it would be a low energy device. It wouldn't, it wouldn't take a lot of energy to create these waves. Is that correct?
3: That's correct.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. Well, I don't want you to give too much more away about it, but that, that would be fascinating
3: and I'll be looking for that. Um, yeah. And, and the, the comment about the uh, billionaire, uh, most of the money, if I'm successful, when I'm successful, I'm very positive. When I'm successful, uh, I'd say ninety percent or more of the money, my share of it, will be going into a nonprofit foundation. Excellent. Because I can't spend that kind of money. Excellent.
2: Well, that's even that's even better. That's outstanding.
3: And then, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, this is fascinating because I guess uh, kind of like when you invented the the, the 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 newer, more modern way of building houses, of framing a house, these framing units, that you saw a need. I guess this was the same thing. You the, you saw this need, and you knew, I take it from your experiences uh, in your life, that the UV rays would be effective, and it was just a matter of figuring out how, how to apply them in a safe environment, in a safe setting.
3: Actually, no. No? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Straighten me out. <laughs> no, this is really strange. Straighten me uh, out. Okay. I was working on another project uh-uh. with a couple of other people to uh, come up with wireless Christmas tree lights. And I started looking at UV, and then the pandemic hit. And from my research in UV, uh, I knew that UV will uh, can be used as a disinfectant. So uh, that's how I got started on what it, if we can kill viruses and protect people uh, using a system that's harmless to people. And I've been moving forward from there.
1: That is absolutely fascinating. And of course, because
3: outstanding.
1: your experience with your, your other patent, uh, you, you know the ropes much better this go-round and uh I, I i do you have investors are you seeking investors by the way
3: <laughs> uh, yes i am as a matter of okay. fact but i'm also working on getting an sbir grant
1: which would be sbir meaning an acronym for what
3: small business innovative research
1: okay um, and if somebody wants to contact you, if they're out there listening and they think this is a fantastic idea and they'd like to discuss this with you, can they get, get a hold of you through the Inventors' Council, or what would be the easiest way for them to reach out to you?
3: I'll give you my phone number. Anybody with money that wants to talk to me, great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Feel my so phone how, number how, is... far,
2: how far ahead are you on this project?
3: Well, This is an R&D project. Uh, I'm at square one because it takes money for the R&D. That's what I'm looking to get a grant or an investor for. Once I have the money, I can start. um, Well, if you would like to give your phone number, please go ahead. 407 777 three eight
1: nine two seven seven eight nine two all right well we're just about out of time here um I uh, how do I you... like to
3: mention please go ahead. one other thing yes and that's uh inventing is not age related we have had inventors in our group from the age of seven to hundred and four so You don't have to be an engineer. Uh, we've had housewives, uh, we've had, uh, students come in with ideas and we've helped them. so it's just, if you get an idea, if you're solving a problem, work on it, follow through. Okay.
1: Excellent. Good advice there. Lucy, I saw you nodding Um, your head. Did you want to chime in here? Yeah,
2: no, I'm just, I, I think you're right. I mean, a lot of people may have some ideas and may think, "Oh, how am I going to get this done?" and are not aware that there is an organization such as yours that can help them. So that's outstanding.
3: uh, uh excellent! To excellent. give you an idea, uh, I'm 88 and I'm still inventing.
1: Hey, yeah. get, just keep moving. You know, keep moving in life. <laughs> just keep moving. <laughs> All right, Ian Alexander Alexander has been our guest today. And once again, if you would like to contact him about his newest adventure, venture, uh, invention, then you can call him at 407-777-3892, 407-777-3892. And you can also uh, join the Inventors Council of Central Florida, where you'll run into him on a regular basis. That's at inventcf.com, inventcf.com. For the inventors council of central florida so well ian it's been fascinating uh speaking with you today uh and let's don't let's don't wait so long before we have you back on the show thank yes. you for having me i've enjoyed it
3: and appreciate it okay
2: we look forward to seeing uh, the success maybe i don't know in a year or so we can talk about where are you with that potential invention huh.
3: Uh, I
1: sincerely hope so. Awesome. Good deal.
2: Me too. Me too.
1: All right. Uh, and in, in the meantime, don't forget to go to orlando.score.org and find out that everything that SCORE has coming up. And there's always something going on at SCORE. That's orlando.score.org. And also, if you'd like to meet with one of the SCORE volunteers, or perhaps uh just have a question they can answer over the phone. You can call to set up an appointment or just have that question answered at 407-420-4844 for SCORE. It's 407-420-4844. And don't forget the SCORE Facebook page. I don't mention it enough here, but it is SCORE Orlando on Facebook. SCORE Orlando on Facebook. And you can leave uh, messages for us there, and uh, we love to see those. So SCORE Orlando on Facebook orlando.score.org, and, of course, 407-420-4844 for SCORE. And then, once again, for Ian Alexander, his phone number, 407-777-3892, 407-777-3892. And the Inventors Council of Central Florida is inventcf.com. Once again, Ian, thanks for being on the show with us today. We'll look forward to having you back soon. Lucy, thank you. you, All right. Okay. So uh, until next week, that's all for What's the Score?